Coming up on this episode of the podcast, we're going to discuss how recent events in the NFL may affect the trade market for Deshaun Watson. And with the recent events, we're talking about Russell Wilson being traded to the Denver Broncos. Does that trade make the Denver Broncos Super Bowl contenders? We're also talking about Aaron Rodgers signing his extension with the Green Bay Packers. Is Aaron Rodgers now have the most pressure out of any quarterback in the NFL. The reason why you attribute that pressure to him is because there's pressure on your, on, I don't want to say garbage, on your whack take that he is better than Brett Favre. The only way you can continue making that take is if he wins another Super Bowl. So it's not pressure on Aaron Rodgers. It's pressure on your take that Aaron Rodgers is a top five quarterback. But I will say this for Aaron Rodgers, specifically on the point of the pressure. I think you had those negotiations all messed up. It wasn't the Packers coming to him saying, we're going to give you this money we expect you to win. It was Aaron Rodgers going to the Packers saying, I'm leaving. And by the way, we've had two seasons to watch Jordan Love. I saw Jordan Love, and we both know Brobo ain't no good. <laughs> so either you pay me, or you have to start Jordan Love. Oh, by the way, you drafted him in the first round. So when he doesn't pan out, you're going to look bad, because you let me go, and Jordan Love is sticking it up. So I think I'll stay, but you're going to make me the highest paid player in the league, and the Packers were in a, a rock and a hard place. He's 38, but we got to pay him, because we drafted a quarterback in the first round that we never should have drafted. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. This is the New Channel Sports Podcast. My name is O.N.E., the one and only. If this is your first time listening to this pod- podcast, please do me a favor and subscribe. You can do it on any major podcast platform available. You can also go to our website, newchannelsports.net. You can listen to us there and subscribe there as well. That's new channel spelled N-U-Channelsports.net. Give us a follow on Instagram. Give us a follow on Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Afro Vibes TV. Download that Roku app so you can see our wonderful faces there as well. You can also check out my boy Chris on the Leeds Podcast Network. He's been doing some excellent things on there as well. We have an awesome show in store for you today. Let me introduce my co-host. He is the phenomenal one. Chris, how are you doing today, hey. bro? Hey, what's going on, man? I'm feeling real good. Let's get to it. Let's get to it indeed. Let's kick off this episode with some headlines. And now, here's your headlines. All right. Unless you've been living under a rock or something, you already know that Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, why do I always call him Russell Westbrook, Chris? Why do I always do that? Why do I always do that? It's Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has been traded to the Denver Broncos, okay? Uh, He has been traded for Drew Locke, tight end Noah Font, defensive lineman uh, Shelby Harris. Two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a fifth-round pick have all been traded to the Seahawks, and the Broncos get in return. They'll be getting Russell Wilson his 10-season run with Seattle, which included some Pro Bowl selections and a Super Bowl title, will officially end. We will talk more about Russell Wilson in 
this podcast later on. He's going to be a big topic of the discussion. This trade won't be officially announced until March 16, which is the start of the 2022 league year. All right. So another big thing that happened in the NFL, a case of, of course, again, unless you've been living in Iraq, Aaron Rodgers has agreed to a four year deal extension for two hundred million dollars. This deal makes Rodgers the highest paid NFL player of all time. Bro, is that actually true? It's true right now. Are we sure that's true? It's true right now, man. It's true right now. But Rodgers will receive right, 153 million. I've seen reports million. everywhere saying it's not quite that. And then some people saying it is that. I don't know what's going on, bro. Well, we're going to go with that right now. That's what we're going to go with right now on this podcast. We're going to go with that. <laughs> we're going to say that he was going to receive about 153 mil guaranteed as part of the new deal. Rodgers will reportedly receive about 50 million uh, per season. That's the report right now. If something changed, please don't hold it against us. But that's what the report is right now. So those are the two big time stories as far as the NFL is concerned. Also, on NFL news, again, unless you've been living under a rock somewhere, um, the Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley has been suspended for at least the 2022 season. After gambling on games in the 2021 season, the NFL released a statement Monday announcing his suspension saying Ridley gambled on games over a five-day stretch in November of 2021. Uh, He was on a kind of a leave, uh, non-football injury leave um, during that time. He said he wanted to step away from football to get his personal life in order. Uh, The NFL said its investigation uncovered no evidence that Ridley used inside information or that any game was compromised in any way. The earliest that Calvin Ridley can apply for reinstatement is February 15 of 2023. He said he can also appeal the suspension filing notice within three days. But for right now, Calvin Ridley is done and he's out the league. You have any uh, comments on that? I know you do a lot of gambling Let me yourself, say this, Chris. I be oh, I worried yeah, about I you sometimes. I got a lot to say here, bro. <laughs> I gotta say, like I, I don't know what you said. <laughs> like what's wrong? But this guy, Calvin Ridley. He when he goes on Twitter and says, I only spent, I think he said I gambled fifteen hundred. I don't have a gambling problem. But you do have a gambling problem. And let me tell you why you have a gambling problem. The NFL is beyond clear that you cannot bet on NFL games. This ain't quite Pete Rose bad because betting on, you know, I, I, I haven't heard that he was betting on Falcons games or games he was playing in because he was obviously out during this time. But he bet fifteen hundred dollars on an NFL game and lost. $11 million. As Trey would say, he fumbled the bag, right? So, okay, how much did he lose? $1,500 on the game, but you lost $11 million. $11 million. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. I thought I thought you said, uh, okay, I got you. I got you. It's clear to me now, bro. My bad. My bad. Yeah. I thought you read he like, yes, he lost a little bit gambling. No, because you were going crazy. I was like, well, no, 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 no. He lost, like... But this is the thing that somebody tells you, hey, if you bet 1500 you're going to lose $11 million. I think every rational person would say, you have a gambling problem. <laughs> you have a gambling problem. So um, it's unfortunate for that brother over there, man. Um, and then what makes it even worse, he was taking time away to get his, you know, self-situated to do something that foolish to fuck with the bag. Come on, man. You got to do better. Yeah, so he's going to be out for at least a season until he can try to appeal it or reinstate himself but you know I, I just hate seeing 
players like that just mess it all up over something so simple. But anyway, speaking of wide receivers, L.A. Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams has also signed an extension three years, $60 million. He's going to stay with the Los Angeles Chargers. That's going to be good for um, Herbert over there, uh, an up-and-coming quarterback. He's going to need his his wide receiver there, Tino, to give him a cushion. And also another big big announcement here in the NFL Carson Wentz is traded to the Washington Commanders again this trade cannot be finalized until the new year starts which begins March 16th the Colts will receive a 2022 third round pick a 2023 third round pick that escalates to a second round pick if Carson Wentz plays 70% of the snaps and also a 2022 second round pick the Washington Commanders of course they receive Carson Wentz and they were receiving a 2022 second round pick. I know you were big on Carson Wentz back when he was in Philadelphia, Chris. I was kind of big on him too. And it just seems like his his stock and his career has gone completely down the drain after he had that has MVP. It? It, it, yeah, man. Look, man, okay, look, let look, look. Let me, let me ask you a question. Carson hold on, hold, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you one question on Carson Wentz. Is he still a Indianapolis Colt? If they have, if they would have won the last game of the season last year, maybe, maybe not. Uh, I mean, obviously the goal is to get to the playoffs, but this guy stays finessing uh, the NFL NFL teams for draft picks. I mean, <laughs> teams have traded so many draft picks for this dude, and you know it's not his fault. And he gets yet another opportunity to start in the NFL. Everybody believes they can be part of a reclamation project for Carson Wentz. Um, and I, I, I'm hoping for Ron Rivera that they can because I still think he's a good quarterback. Uh, I, I never thought the Indianapolis, well, let me back up. Initially, when we went to Indianapolis, I thought it was a perfect situation because Frank Reich was there and they have a solid team. Uh, ultimately, they just don't have the weapons offensively outside of Jonathan Taylor. Um, so I, th- I and I don't really, I mean, for Washington, they do have some weapons on the offensive side, specifically with the wide receiver position with scary terry there but i just i'm not really seeing it i wish him success because he's going back to the nfc east and he'll be playing the philadelphia eagles again i will be playing them twice in one year which will be be great uh great television but uh we'll, we'll see man i still like him a lot and i wish him success but to specifically answer your question i think it's a maybe maybe not because i think if they get blown out in the playoff game they still will not Ah, it just depends for me, bro. I've been on this boat with you for a very long time. I've been paddling this boat with you for a very long time. And right now, I have to get off, bro. I'm off the Carson uh, Carson Wentz boat, man. I, I can't I can't do it anymore. It, it just tells me something that after one year, Indianapolis has decided to just give up on him. I wish him the best in Washington, but I'm off this boat for now. And that has been Headlines, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get right into our show. I said in the headlines, two major things happened in the NFL. Russell Wilson traded to the Seattle Seahawks. Not Seattle Seahawks. He's traded to the Denver Broncos, and Aaron Rodgers signs an extension. Let's talk a little bit about these two quarterbacks, Chris. First, let's dive into Russell Wilson. I'm going to ask you a simple question. Does Russell Wilson make the Denver Broncos Super Bowl contenders? Um, I'm going to do something that's annoying. I'm going to answer your question with a question. This is classic, this is, is, classic the, this is classic, Chris. This is this classic, Chris. You just like to annoy me on this podcast. That's what you want to do. 
No, it's not a sure. I mean, you get annoyed by that, but I think our listeners will appreciate that I come with something more than you know. I'm not a yes or no guy. I got to give a little more than that. So to answer your question with the question, were the Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl contenders? And the answer to that question is a no. So if they weren't Super Bowl contenders, then the Broncos aren't Super Bowl contenders. I've said this on this podcast. I've said this on the Leeds podcast. I've said this on Afro Vibes. You can catch us in all three platforms. (laughs) (laughs) Russell Wilson is slightly overrated. All right? I said slightly. So I don't want you to say, oh, my gosh, you think Russell. He is slightly overrated, but I got to tell you why. After he signed his rookie contract, you got to ask yourself, well, after he signed his first big contract, after his rookie contract, what has a Russell Wilson-led team done? In fact, you probably know more about Russell Wilson since he signed that contract, Marion Sierra, than you know about his NFL career. Because where he has been, where has he been? He's been mostly non-existent. Sometimes it's been through injury. Sometimes it's been through when he's there, he has a hand problem. He has a foot problem. He's unable to participate in the games. And then when they've made the playoffs, they've made quick exit. Once he didn't have that great defense, once he didn't have those weapons around him on defense, he wasn't as good. I think too many people are quick to call him elite. And I'm not even sure he's a Hall of Famer yet. So does he make them a Super Bowl contender? My answer is no. And I'm da- I'm about to say hell no. <laughs> That's how I feel. It does not. Oh, man. You are you are in the minority then. Because a lot of people think that Russell Westbrook going to... No, I'm saying Russell Westbrook. Come on, Bro, man. You do that one more time. You said it too one early, One more though. time. I did correct you, but you said it earlier, too, in, in your, in oh, your you rant. Oh, you should have me, man. Nah, you, you, you on a roll. You on a roll, though. They're going to think we smoking, bro. Nah, you on a roll, though. Okay, Russell Wilson, right? I do think that he's an elite quarterback, and you make a lot of good points there. But the Denver Broncos do have a really good defense. I believe that bringing Russell uh, Wilson into the equation is going to make this a playoff team for sure. But the AFC is stacked, bro. Lamar Jackson is going to be coming back next year. He's going to be healthy. I think the Ra- Ravens are going to be really, really good. You already saw what uh, Joe Burrow can do with the Cincinnati Bengals. You have Patrick Mahomes there as well. You have Josh Allen. In that division alone, you have Justin Herbert, um, Mahomes, Derek Carr. They have a new coach there now. So there's going to be a lot going on. There's going to be a lot riding on what Russell Wilson can do with this Denver Bronco team. Now, We're going to talk more about legacy with these two quarterbacks as far as how will it affect their legacy going into this year now that he has this new team. And I do think that it makes them Super Bowl contenders. Why do I say that? Because when you look at all the teams in the AFC, how many other teams are really that much better than the Denver Broncos, right? We have the um, Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs for sure. Kansas City go back and and be as effective as as they were this year. We don't know. So I do think that adding that addition with uh, that Darren Broncos defense and some of the weapons that he has around him, it makes them Super Bowl contenders, Chris. I know you like to say that he's overrated and all this other stuff, but let's be real, bro. With the addition of Russell Wilson, they become Super Bowl contenders. It's not just about the team. It's about what is surrounding him. I know I named all those quarterbacks and all those quarterbacks are going to be in the race to the playoffs, but Russell Wilson is an experienced quarterback. I feel like he has everything set together now, and this is he 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 pulled the trigger on it. He wasn't going to go to Denver if um, he didn't approve of it. So I do think that the addition of Russell Westbrook makes the Denver Broncos a Super Bowl contender right now. 
Well, I disagree with you, and that you knew already because we always disagree. But my, I, it all comes down to where you see Russell Wilson as far as the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I think he's a very good quarterback, but I, I hesitate to call him elite because you got to look at what he's done since that interception in the Super Bowl. He hasn't done much. In the past five seasons, how many playoff appearances have they had? How many playoff victories have they had? They had? I, only, I can only think of one, and I believe it was against the Vikings or maybe another one between there, but the last playoff one for sure I know they had was against the Vikings, and that was beating the team that their their click, kicker, Blair Walsh, missed, missed a chip shot field goal. So there's an air of eliteness that's attributed to Russell uh, Wilson for a couple of reasons. One, he's a good guy as far as what we see on television, right? We believe he's a good guy. He always inter- interviews Go Hawks. He always, you know, talking about his wife and, you know, doing all that with his wife, talking about how great she is and messing it up for all the other brothers. Got females everywhere talking about, I'm looking for my Russell Wilson and all that. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, it's just... It's all these great things are attributed to him, and I'm happy because I want to see him succeed, right? If they get to the Super Bowl, I'm not going to be mad at that, but I'm certainly not going to crown them. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me if they missed the playoffs altogether. You look at the division that they're in. I believe that he's the third best quarterback in that division. I know I'm going to get killed for that. Wow. I'm going to get killed for that because Patrick Mahomes is better than him. That one's for sure. I would take Justin Herbert before I take Russell Wilson. At right this now, point in their right careers. now. Right. Yeah. So that's why I say he's the third best. But it doesn't, that's not a bad thing because that might be the most loaded division I've ever seen in my entire life. So that's really not a knock on him. But it, with me saying that, it would not surprise me if the Broncos didn't even make the playoffs next season. There's mm. a lot on his plate, him being Russell Wilson. There's a lot on his plate, and the expectations are great for the Denver Broncos. And what I'm saying is for the Broncos fans out there right now saying Super Bowl, you're not getting Tom Brady. You're not getting uh, Peyton Manning. You're not getting those guys. Russell Wilson is not on their level. He's a good quarterback, but he's not on that level. And people are over here celebrating in Denver like they've won the Super Bowl. And I'm asking, I don't know what you guys think you've won, but I I believe when the season starts, or better yet, at the end of the season, y'all going to be found wanting. (laughs) Y'all going to be having questions. All right? Y'all going to see a lot of Sierra in the stands, but I don't know how much you're going to be seeing your boy, Russell Wilson, going off. I wish him success, but I am not calling them Super Bowl contenders. Absolutely not. I think they're playoff contenders at best. Mm. So you said a couple of interesting things there in that little rant there, Chris. You said you wouldn't be surprised if they missed the playoffs. You said you don't think they're Super Bowl contenders, and you actually do believe that they're probably going to lose in the playoffs. So on the new Channel Sports podcast on Twitter, I did send out a... um, a poll to see what people thought. How will the 2022 season end for Russell Wilson and Denver Broncos? 10% said they're going to be Super Bowl champs. 14% said they're going to be have a Super Bowl appearance. 28% said they're going to miss the playoffs. And 48% said they're going to lose in the playoffs. So most people kind of agree with what you're saying, that they're going to make a run to the playoffs, but eventually they will lose. But remember this, Chris. 2019. Uh, Tom Brady. Was it 2019 or 2020? 2020, Tom Brady is joins the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They win a Super Bowl. In 2021, Matthew Stafford joins the LA Rams. They win a Super Bowl. In 2022, we have Russell Wilson going to the River Broncos. Who knows what happens? But and they hey, miss the playoffs. If the trend continues... <laughs> But we don't know, bro. We don't I know. Mean, I just want to say this because I know you're making the point. 
But if you look at 2020 with the Bucks, you have the greatest quarterback of all time. And 2021, I'll give you uh, Russell Wilson being better than Matthew Stafford, which I, most people would say. But after him winning the Super Bowl and the way he won it, I don't know if I'm going to give you that. But the difference is that Rams team was absolutely loaded. They have the best defensive player in football. They have the best offensive mind as far as coaching in football. And they have wide receiver, the best wide receiver in football. You can't come into a better situation. For Russell Wilson, you have an offensive line that's a decent offensive line. They're not elite. They're not bad. They're decent. You really don't have a great running back, even though Javante Williams may certainly be that next season. You have Jerry Judy, who's never been a number one, but you do have certain targets for the wide receiver position court and sutton and those guys they're good and their defense is certainly above solid i wouldn't call them great they're an above solid defense so he's not going into a situation that even tom brady or certainly not what matthew stafford walked into and you could argue he's not as good as a quarterback as them if you're a denver bronco fan you shouldn't be having a moment if you're a denver bronco fan and you listen to this podcast you should be having a moment right now you should be having a moment thinking like man god chris is right I need to calm down because <laughs> you need to calm all the way down. <laughs> hey, man, it's always exciting to get a quarterback of Russell Wilson's stature. OK, so I'm not going to poo poo on the, the Denver Bronco fans being excited about getting this quarterback. But you make some very, very good points. And it should have any Denver Bronco fan just sit back and be like, you know what? Let's reanalyze this because the Denver Broncos are not as good as people think they are. I'll give you that. There are a lot of things that have to fall into place in order for this thing with Russell Wilson to work. And if it does fall in place, though, I think they are Super contenders. I do think it is going to fall in place. But don't be surprised if there's some growing pains in the beginning of the season before all that begins to happen. So Russell Wilson, Denver Bronco is going to be very, very interesting to see what he does for that franchise come next year. And speaking of franchise quarterbacks, we talked about Aaron Rodgers a little bit at the beginning in the headlines. He signs an extension. Um, I think this makes him the highest played, paid player in NFL history. Uh, we don't know the, the whole details on that. But as far as what this means for Aaron Rodgers going into next season, Chris, as far as all the quarterbacks in the league are concerned, is the most pressure right now on Aaron Rodgers to win a Super Bowl? Absolutely not. The most pressure is not on Aaron Rodgers. Um, so, you know, I always talk about how I believe quarterbacks as a whole are overrated. And I, I truly believe that. You can check out our YouTube page. I talk about that all the time. But with Aaron Rodgers, he's been too consistent. He's coming off another MVP season. He's looked good for so long, right? And there's not really much more we can expect from him. Uh, his obviously he would want to have a better performance in the playoffs, but at this point he's just continuing to be great. He does not have the most pressure. We talk about the quarterback that has the most pressure. That's Russell Wilson. I'm not going to go too deep there because I just talked about it. He has a lot of pressure because the expectations are high, but for Aaron Rodgers, it's simply just the status quo. Continue being great. Continue leading your team to 13 plus wins and continue being the number one seed in the playoffs. There's not really a lot of pressure for him to win a Super Bowl. I've been consistent how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. I think as far as the grand scheme of things, he's overrated because guys like you, you look at me funny, guys like you say, oh, he's better than Peyton Manning. He's better than Brett Favre. He's better than all the all time greats. And I think he's definitely an all time great, but he's not top five. I've, I've been very consistent about that. But to answer your question, to answer your question, 
the pressure is not on him because I don't expect him to win because he's only won one time in his career. So I don't have that expectation. How can you expect somebody to do something when they ain't done it? (laughs) So there are no expectations, at least not from me. So the reason why the most pressure is on Aaron Rodgers is exactly because of what you just said, Chris, because you don't expect anything from him. If Aaron Rodgers wants to go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, this season has to be it. He has to lead this Green Bay Packer team to the playoffs, go through the playoffs, and win a Super Bowl. So then fools like you can stop saying that he's overrated. And fools like you can give his deserved credit for being one of the greatest of all time. Right now is his chance to do it. He laid a dud. He laid an egg last year in the playoffs. He can continue to have these great regular seasons and be MVP and do all this stuff. And people like you, Chris, are going to continue to say he's overrated if he does not get to a Super Bowl and win. So, yes, in my opinion, there is the most pressure ever on him to do it this year and to win a Super Bowl. The Green Bay Packers didn't give this extension just so he can go back to the playoffs and win an MVP. No, bro. No. They gave him this extension. They probably sat him down and said, look, Rodgers, you were not playing that well when we drafted Jordan Love. So we thought you were on your way out. And then all of a sudden you want to start playing good. You win back-to-back MVPs. But look, this year we don't care if we win an MVP. We don't care for number one in the, in the, uh, in the NFC. You, we could be number seven. You have to go to a Super Bowl and win. That is what is on the line for Aaron Rodgers' legacy right now. Because you just said it, Chris. No one expects anything from him right now. He's he's he, he's he's at where he's at right now. If he wants to be mentioned, okay, so- with, hold on, hold on, hold on. If he wants to be mentioned with Tom Brady, if he wants Green Bay Packers fans to unanimously say that he's better than Brent Favre, he has to win another chip. So, yes, there is tremendous pressure on Aaron Rodgers right now, the most out of any quarterback in the league. Well, you're wrong. And I'll tell you, the only the, only, the reason why you attribute that pressure to him is because there's pressure on your, on, I don't want to say garbage, on your whack take that he is better than Brett Favre. The only way you can continue making that take is if he wins another Super Bowl. So it's not pressure on Aaron Rodgers. It's pressure on your take that Aaron Rodgers is a top five quarterback. But I will say this for Aaron Rodgers, specifically on the point of the pressure. I think you had those negotiations all messed up. It wasn't the Packers coming to him saying, we're going to give you this money. We expect you to win. It was Aaron Rodgers going to the Packers saying, I'm leaving. And by the way, we've had two seasons to watch Jordan Love. I saw Jordan Love and we both know Brobo ain't no good. (laughs) So either you pay me or you have to start Jordan Love. Oh, by the way, you drafted him in the first round. So when he doesn't pan out, you're going to look bad because you let me go and Jordan Love is stinking it up. So I think I'll stay, but you're going to make me the highest paid player in the league. And the Packers were in a, a rock and a hard place. He's 38, but we got to pay him because we drafted a quarterback in the first round that we never should have drafted. No offense to Jordan Love. He may end up being a great quarterback, but this deal says less about Aaron Rodgers and more about Jordan Love because the Packers have basically said we will make a 38 year old quarterback, the highest paid quarterback in in the league to not play a guy that we drafted in the first round. So this ain't about the Packers having any leverage. It's, it was all about Aaron Rodgers having all of the leverage and they had to pay. No, you, you're absolutely right. Jordan Love did not show any kind of 
um, I don't what's the word I want to use. He, he did not look good when Aaron Rodgers went out, right? When Aaron Rodgers went out and he was in, immunized, is that what it was? He was immunized. He, he was out for a couple <laughs> of games. Uh, love did not look good at all. And after the Green Bay Packers saw that, because that was his opportunity to put some doubt in that organization, into ownership, to say, you know what? Maybe we can move on and go with love. But he showed us nothing. So I think it's true on the back end as well. I do think that when they had this negotiation, Aaron Rodgers had all the leverage. But I think in the back of the Green Bay Packers ownership, they said to Aaron, hey, bro, no more. You can be number one in the league all you want. You can have the number one seed. You can have a great regular season, MVP, all that. Let's bring another title to Green Bay. Let's do that. Can we do that? Immunized or not? This this, is bringing their title to Green Bay, bro. Yeah, you need that for your take to stand. It's not about Aaron Rodgers. Hey, hey, if Aaron Rodgers thinks that he is a top five quarterback, that he's going to think the way his fans think. So I do think there's a lot of pressure on him. I do think that he, he may not say it, but I do think he does regard himself as one of the greatest ever. And if he does regard himself as that, then there's a lot of pressure on him. But if he doesn't, he just, he just I agree. And his fans, and his fans certainly regard him that way. So there's a lot of pressure on his fans because y'all looking silly out here. Y'all looking real silly out here. If he gets you wild about, bro, I I'll tell you this: if he gets another chip, you're gonna come on this pot. You're gonna be unbearable. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go buck. I'm gonna go buck. And you better not call out sick or any of that crap. Don't 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 go on no three month hiatus because you don't want to hear me talk. I can just see you doing that. Talking about you gotta take care of your family and all this other stuff. Hey, bro, get your ass on the podcast and we can talk. But that's neither here nor there. Hopefully, one day we will be talking about that. But that's a little take on Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. Speaking of those two quarterbacks, how does that affect the quarterback that's down here in Houston, Chris? Number four, Deshaun Watson. Does this change the trade market for Deshaun Watson down here in Houston? Uh, I don't think it necessarily – well, it does, right? Because it allows teams to set a market. So the answer has to be yes. But at the same time, it, it, the Texans know what package that they're looking for. And I believe this core group of people who are involved with that are not going to make a trade unless they believe they can get that package. As far as the Texans are concerned, um, this is actually not a bad thing that the other teams have made these trades. But what it does do, it does mean there are less chairs – in the in the race, right? The less chairs to go around at the end when the song stops playing. And for the Texans, they just got to make a decision. But it also comes down to the grand jury, right? So there's a grand jury meeting soon in Houston to determine whether or not there are going to be criminal charges uh, against Deshaun Watson. If the grand jury does not have criminal charges against Deshaun Watson, I do believe we'll see movement and we'll see movement quickly uh, on the Deshaun Watson case. So watch out for the grand jury. Whatever, If the grand jury decides to charge him, uh, that's when everything changes. The NFL is definitely going to have to suspend him. They're definitely going to have to um, um, uh, address the situation as far as maybe games missed or something of that nature. And at that point, I do not think he'll be traded. At that point, he's, he's not going to play for a while. So I, I think he's going to be suspended either way, though. Whether or not there's criminal charges or not, I do think he's going no, to be suspended I, at some point next year. I, I do believe that. Well, you don't think so? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, he he may. I think if he's not charged criminally, how can you suspend him, right? 
Uh, it'll be kind of difficult, and it can't be for the season. It won't be anything like that. At least I could be wrong. Maybe they will. Uh, but if they're criminal charges, I think that changes everything. If they're not criminal charges, you will see movement. He'll be traded before the draft. I'd be stunned no, no. if you weren't traded before or during the draft if there are no criminal charges. No, no, you're absolutely right. If there are criminal charges, then you're going to see this whole process stunted or it may not even go down at all for a, a very, very long time. But if there are no criminal charges, then you will oh, see yeah, no, other if, teams if start to charged, step up. Nothing is happening. Right. Absolutely. But without those criminal charges, there have been a couple of teams that have been in the fold that I've heard that might be in the running to try to get Deshaun Watson. We had the Vikings that I've been hearing about. We've, I've heard about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers about the Seattle Seahawks trying to make a move. So I don't think that this movement with Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers has really done much for the trade market for Deshaun Watson. I think it all just falls on what happens in court with Deshaun Watson or whether or not we're going to see any movement. But right now, I do think that the Texans are expecting to get something better than what Russell Wilson got. Russell Wilson got two first-round picks. I think the Texans are expecting to get at least three first-round picks. Deshaun Watson right now is 26 years old. And it, going into the next season, let's just say he is suspended. He's still a young quarterback that's going into his prime. I think the Texans should expect to get at least three first-round picks. Russell Wilson is 33 years old. So I think that that does affect what kind of uh, draft capital that the Texans get because of what Russell Wilson was able to um, pull off and what the CLC guys were able to get from the Denver Broncos. So I do think they should get at least three first-round picks for whoever is trying to trade for Deshaun Watson because if it doesn't come to anything criminally, then yes, I do think that it's going to start to move. And it's going to start to move quick, quickly, Chris, in aspects of that, and the Texans should expect to at least get three first-round picks out of them. Okay, that's it. All right. Nothing else? All right. Okay. You can at least say something like, yeah, I agree or I disagree or something. You can say something. Hey man, I'm not here to I'm not here to give you a pat on the back or an attaboy. <laughs> I know you want. Good take, buddy. <laughs> I hate your guts. I hate it. I hate your guts so hey, much. Man. All right. So that is our little take on what um how it would affect Deshaun Watson, the moves that were made with Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Let's end off this podcast with a little segment called Buy or Sell. Stay or should he go? We tell you on buy or sell. All right, Chris. So I'm going to give you um, three things, right? And you're going to tell me if you're buying or if you're selling. Buy or sell. The Philadelphia 76ers are going to win a title this year. Uh, I've got to sell that in respect to Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Bucks. I think if they met in the playoffs, it'd be a great series. As of today, I'm picking the Bucks to beat them. If the series started today, that could change when the playoffs starts and depending on the matchups. But as of today, for that reason, I've got to sell that. Mm, I'm in the same boat looking at you. I'm selling all the way. I just can't see a situation where the Philadelphia 76ers are going to win a title this year. Uh, they just started off this year trying to mesh together, and there's still a lot to prove. So I'm with you, Chris. I'm going to sell on that one. All right. Next topic, buy or sell. You buying or selling the Cincinnati Bengals making the playoffs next season? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to have to buy that, um, but very cautiously. 
I got to respect the defending champions, but we're defending AFC champions. But I will say this. We know the history of teams missing the playoffs after they lose a Super Bowl. So I really should be selling this. But because I like Joe Burrow and I expect the Brown family, the owners of the Cincinnati Bengals, to do the right thing. They got a lot of money this offseason. They got a lot of young players. They should be spending money this offseason to make that team better. If they do so, they should make the playoffs. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and buy that too as well. And it's just for one man and one man only, Joe Burrow. I do expect him to get better next year, and I do expect him to lead that team to the playoffs. But a lot of that also depends on what happens within that division. All right. We have the Browns that are trying to figure out things with um, with uh, Baker Mayfield. You have the Ravens, who I expect to bounce back quite nicely next year when Lamar Jackson comes back. And it also depends on what Pittsburgh does, who's going to be their starting quarterback next year. So those all go into the equation for me. But right now I'm going to buy. I think Joe Burrow is the truth, and he's going to be able to lead Cincinnati Bengals back to the playoffs next year. And my final buy or sell, Chris, you buying or selling Zion Williamson right now? You mean as a human being, as a basketball player, um, whether or not he's going to McDonald's right now? Like, what are we buying or selling, bro? Because if you ask me if he's going to eat fast food between now and the end of this podcast, I don't know what the answer is. Don't do all that. You got to be specific with Zion. Don't do all that. I don't know what the question is. Is he on his way to being the player that we expect him to be coming into the league? Oh, I'm definitely, definitely selling that. And I was big on him. I wish him the most success. I like the McDonald's jokes and all that. These are just jokes. We all want him to succeed. He is a young man with all the talent in the world, but I've got to sell it because, I mean, the injuries have really piled up. He got injured. He injured his knee before even going to Duke. He got injured at Duke. He got injured when he came to the NBA. It's just it's too much torque, too much power, and he has too much body weight for his body to be able to uh, handle all that. So, I've got to unfortunately sell that. And this, this, this is one of those where I hope they play this podcast back and they make fun of me for being wrong. I hope this take is 100% wrong. Mm. I just don't want to agree with you on all three takes. So I'm going to go ahead and buy on Zion Williamson. I'm going to go that ahead. That's the wackest thing I've ever heard. That is whack. Do, call me whack one more time in this podcast. I'm going to kick you off, bro. You, just, you, <laughs> you call me whack enough on this podcast, bro. You just got to stop. You got to chill, bro. You got to chill, dog. Hey, I don't know. Okay, let me say something. You go back. First of all, you called my take garbage. Once you did that, oh, the gloves No, off. no. I didn't, oh, I didn't okay. call your tape doing? garbage. I called it trash. Okay? Nah, you There's said a different take. Oh, you it said, was boo-boo. worse. You it said boo-boo. boo-boo. <laughs> okay, there you go. If you want to talk about boo-boo, we'll bring it out. I said, we'll I, said I think I said poo-poo. This is a difference. Poo-poo. Was a boo boo boo. Okay. Anyway, you want to accentuate that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and buy Zion Williamson. Um, going ahead and and being the player that we all expect him to be. This because man, he's a phenomenal athlete, and I just want to see him do good. I want to see him get back into the league, perform at the highest of levels, so that we can all just kind of put this to rest. I hate when people try to call a player a bust. Right. I really hate doing that. I've seen his picture um, alongside the picture of Greg Odin. And I just oh, man, that that makes me so sad to see that. So I'm going to go ahead and buy on Zion Wilson to bounce back and have a productive career. But he has to get out of New Orleans. I don't know what's going on with that place. Uh, This will be the third superstar that they lose. You know, they lost Chris Paul and they lost Anthony Davis. And I, I fully expect them to lose Zion Wilson as well. 
All right, good stuff, Chris. I mean, you came, you came with your 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 um, you know, your C plus game today. I appreciate that. Let's try to get it to A plus next time. Oh, that means okay. I killed it. Appreciate it. And he said C plus because my name is Chris. Starts with a C, so I killed it. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, you are trash, bro. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> If this is your first time listening to this podcast, please subscribe. You can do it on any major podcast platform available. If you want to subscribe on Podbeam, go ahead and do that. We're going to try to set up a scenario where we can have our listeners interact with us and have a show with us and call in. So look forward to that in the future. Check us out on the website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelled N-U channel sports.net. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Afro Vibes TV. Download that Roku app so you can see our wonderful faces there. Check us out on the Leeds Podcast Network. Also, I have been the one and only O.N.Y. And I was joined by the phenomenal one, Chris. Until next time, we're out. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.